All right, Year 11, this is going to be my last um, podcast for this week. This is um, today what I want you to work on is just I'm going to give you um, just a really brief podcast to end your notes on the novel. Um, So we're going to look at the last section of the road. Um, It is a spoiler alert, so I know that not all of you have made it up to there, and I'm sorry, but we're running out of time. Um, You have an essay due today. So once I finish the podcast, I want you to finish that essay if you haven't already. Uh, Otherwise, you're going to add to your notes because there's some really key sections of the novel here I think that you need to bring into your notes for, um, for the essay uh, next week when you sit the English exam. So I want you to add to it. I don't want you to just leave uh, with the essay that you have written for me today. I, I think there's some really great examples here you should incorporate into you know, your essays for the exam. One thing that you always want to show the marker is that you've had a whole understanding of the book. So you're not just quoting from the beginning, um, but you're demonstrating an understanding of the beginning, middle and end because so much happens in the end of a novel. And so you've got to get there. Um, you've got to read it, you've got to understand it and and be able to unpack it as well. So we're going to look at page 297 today. So turn your books to page 297. Um, They've made it to the coast and to the beach um, and for some time now their father has been wheezing and has been, they had to stop and rest. Um, So we're just going to pick it up um, through on the last page. the, the last section on page 297. The boy thought he smelled wet ash on the wind. He went up the road and came dragging back a piece of plywood from the out roadside trash and he drove sticks into the ground with a rock and made the plywood a rickety lean-to. Uh, but in the end it didn't rain. He felt the flare pistol and took the revolver with him and he scoured the countryside for anything to eat but he came back empty-handed. The man took his hand, wheezing. You need to go on, he said. I can't go with you. You need to keep going. You don't know what might be down the road. You will. We were always lucky. You'll be lucky again. You'll see. Just go. It's all right. I can't. It's all right. This has been a long time coming. Now it's here. Keep going south. Do everything the way that we did it. You're going to be okay, Papa. You have to. No, I'm not. Keep the gun with you at all times. You need to find the good guys. But you can't take any chances. No chances, do you hear? I want to be with you. You can't. Please, you can't. You have to carry the fire. I don't know how to. Yes, you do. Is it real? The fire? Yes, it is. Where is it? I don't know where it is. Yes, you do. It's inside you. It's always there. I can see it. Just take me with you, please. I can't. Please, Papa. I can't. I can't hold my son dead in my arms. I thought I could, but I can't. You said you wouldn't ever leave me. I know, I'm sorry. You have my whole heart. You always did. You're the best guy. You always were. If I'm not here, you can still talk to me. You can still talk to me and I'll talk to you. You'll see. Will I hear you? Yes, you will. You have to make it like talk that you imagine and you'll hear me. You have to practice. Just don't give up, okay? Okay? Okay. I'm really scared, Papa. I know. But you'll be okay. You're going to be lucky. I know you are. I've got to stop talking. I'm going to start coughing again. It's okay, Papa. You don't have to talk. It's okay. Right. Here we have this oh, this final convert. You know, I think it's, it's one of the last conversations that the father has with the son. Um, and, oh, isn't it, isn't it gut-wrenching? It's so hard. It's so 
sad, um, but we know that the father knows that he's going to die imminently. Um, and I want to draw your attention back to this metaphor that has been carried on throughout the, the novel, the metaphor of um, carrying the fire. And here, you know, there's a passing on of this um, carrying the fire um, that they've been talking about, that they've been doing it together, but now the father insists that the son needs to carry that on. And of course, that's a metaphor for um, hope and for morality and goodness and um, and all of those um, values that the father has been trying to instill in the son and that the son has. And there's a really key line there where the father says, yes, you do. It's inside you. It's always there. I can see it. You know, it's a really key um keen point there where the the metaphor is um, that the son has always been innocent and has always been um, this purity and this goodness Um, and and the father has always been able to see that um, about him and so that's you know a really great um, end to this idea of carrying the fire um, that that it's always been in the son. Um, We're going to go over the page now to page 300 Um, We're just going to read that last section of dialogue. Do you remember that little boy, Papa? Yes, I remember him. Do you think he's all right, that little boy? Oh, yes, I think he's all right. Do you think he was lost? No, I don't think he was lost. I'm scared that he was lost. I think he's all right. But who will find him if he's lost? Who will find the little boy? Goodness will find the little boy. It always has. It will again. Okay, I think there's a really important line in that last line there. Goodness will find the little boy. It always has. It always, it will again. Um, there, there, there's a real personification there of goodness. Um, and that's, that links to the idea of the good guys. Um, you know, that, um, that they have, as he said, been lucky and that they've been able to survive and they've been able to hold true to what they believe in. Um, and the boy hasn't been, abused and the boy though he's seen horrible things they haven't they, he's seen them but they haven't touched him he has still maintained his innocence and so the father is reassuring the son here that you know and, and this is what he has to cling to because he's dying and, and and he can't protect his son any longer and so he has to cling to that um that idea that goodness will find him and I think there the father is really reassuring himself about his own son whereas the boy is actually talking about that boy that he saw um, that he's been preoccupied with and, and that he thinks he's seen um, since they were in that uh, that small town. Um, now, they'll, um, in a minute, they he runs into someone coming um, three days later and, um, and this man has a son and a daughter. And um, it's not clear whether this son was the, the little boy that the, um, the, that the son saw but um, there is the idea that this family has been following them um, and, and knows them, uh, in, you know, has been watching them. Um, and there's obviously a conversation about whether or not they should take this boy in now that his father is dead. Uh, and in the end they do. Um, and um, I just want to um, now move on to page 302 where they have a conversation about, um, you know, the, the man approaches the boy and um, he's, you know, on page, the top of page 302, the boy says, are you one of the good guys? And the man stops and he pulls back his hood from his face. His hair was long and matted. This is on the top of page 302. He looked at the sky as if there were anything there to be seen. He looked at the boy. Yeah, he said, I'm one of the good guys. Um, 
later on the boy says, are you carrying the fire? And on page 303, and the, the man sort of, he says, you're kind of weirded out, aren't you? And the boy says, no, just a little, yeah, okay, maybe I am because, you know, his dad's died. And then he says, are you carrying the fire? And he says, yes, yes, we are. Um, and so it's really important here that the boy has found people similar to them, people of similar values. Um, and in such a bleak and horrible um, novel where we really see the um, the dehumanisation of, of humanity, um, you know, and, and the, the immorality of, of, of humanity and what's what's capable, the horrible things that humanity is capable of. It's really important that um, I think Cormac McCarthy ends on hope that there isn't, um, even though the dad dies and that's horrible, um, that Cormac McCarthy doesn't leave us there. Um, you know, the, the son's able to go back and say goodbye to his father. Uh, he, we, do, we do see him talk to his father. So just turn ahead to page 306. Um, and we're just going to read the last two paragraphs of the novel. The woman, when she saw him, put her arms around him and held him. This is the mother um, of the, or the wife of this man uh, and the two children. Oh, she said, I'm so glad to see you. She would talk to him sometimes about God. He tried to talk to God, but the best thing was to talk to his father. And he did talk to him and he didn't forget. The woman said that that was all right. She said that the breath of God was his breath. Yet though it passed from man to man all through all of time. Once there were brook trout in the streams in the mountains. You could see them standing in the amber current where the white edges of their fins wimped, uh, wimpled softly in the flow. They smelled of moss in your hand, polished and muscular. Um, okay, I just wanted just to stop there uh, on this last section uh, and I'll come to the last line in a minute. But this is this stands out to us that there's trout in the streams, and he mentions this because um, the there's been no animals, and the animals um, have been lost, and there's been no other life um, that we have been able to see. You know, no no birds in the sky, no no life um, to to talk of in this bleak, desolate, you know, post apocalyptic world. And yet, it's really important that in the end, they they this family have come across um, trout, you know, and, and I think that that symbolises the regeneration of society, that with families like this, with, with people carrying the fire, that there is still hope for humanity and for the world of this post-apocalyptic. And because they are searching for it and carrying the fire, they have found it, you know, they've found this small section of it. Um, it does talk about the world and what's becoming uh, on page page 307, maps and mazes of a thing which could not be put back, not made right again. In the deep glens where they lived, all things were older than man and they hummed of mystery. Um, and so there's this sense that, yeah, the world might not be put back right exactly as it was before, but there is hope. There's hope that these people can restore some of what was lost um, and, and that there are some um, there are some good things in the uh, mystery of, of, of humanity. Um, one last thing I want you to draw your attention to is on page 306 where it says that the month, the mother says that that was all right, the woman, that he talks to his dad because she said that the breath of God was his breath, yet it, though it passed from man to man through all of time. Um, that really links back to all the religious connotations that we see throughout uh, Cormac McCarthy's 
um, novel. And I don't think that he's, he's, he wants us to cling to faith necessarily. I think there's just this idea of um, this greater being, this greater creator, you know, and that he has given us breath uh, and that there is um, this anointing that the Father has. And so there's something ancient um, and that, that is being referred to, some ancient faith. Um, it's not specifically, you know, Christian or Muslim or it, it's, it seems older than that. It seems um, more allegorical than that, you know, a representation of, of, of faith and man's relationship with his creator. Um, and so, yeah, I just think that um, that's where I want us, wanted us to end and there's some really great um, quotes there to link to the idea of morality and link to the um, way that Cormac McCarthy, you know, and I've told you last podcast to think about the purpose. What's his purpose in writing this? Why has he ended it on hope, this this small slither of hope? You know, the world isn't restored to what it was um, or what we know of it, but there is some small glimmer of hope. And, that you know, that the fact that the boy only three days after his father has died has found someone and found a family after all of the depravity we've seen in the novel and um, the horrible people that they've interacted with, um, you know, Cormac McCarthy ends with this, um, he's found the right people. Uh, and so I want you to think about what what's the purpose, what's his greater purpose that he wants us to um, leave, you know, finish the novel thinking on, pondering, um, what does he want to challenge to go back to the rubric? What, you know, what views is he trying to challenge Cormac McCarthy or affirm in our world and in our society? Um, so I hope thinking about that metaphor of carrying the fire and that personification of goodness has been helpful um, for you as we, you know, look at the, the last couple of sections of the novel. Uh, as I said, something for you to think about for next week for your exam. So I want you to spend the rest of this lesson um, finishing your essay. If you haven't already, everyone needs to have an essay uh, handed in um, and I will be following up students. So you either leave them on my desk, which I will collect Monday afternoon. And if I don't have one from you, I will be following up with you and your parents um, to find out why you're not, um, you know, doing your best effort to get ready for your exams, which are next week. If you have a problem with the essay or you're finding it hard, you need to email me. You need to, to, um, you know, ask for help, get guidance because I'm happy to, um, even though I'm not there Monday to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we can do it via email. We can sort something out. So, um, I look forward to reading your essays and giving you feedback, uh, on Thursday in preparation for your exam next week. Thanks. You're 11. Bye.